0: Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach and number one best-selling author, Gordon Burcham. Hi, it's Gordon Bircham here, and uh, welcome to this edition. And uh, the five essentials to running a good martial arts school that can grow and scale. So, I'm going to give you five fundamentals, really, uh, for growing your martial arts school, for building the martial arts school, and um, from whatever size you are, whether you are a small, very very small startup martial arts school to a larger school to a multi franchise, whatever that is. I think these are the five elements that you need. And to run a really successful school. And, you know, some of you may be doing some of these things. Some of you may have not even thought about them. Some have, may have some ideas about them, uh, but need a kick up the butt to get them going and uh, moving within your martial arts school. So excuse my husky voice at the moment. I did a lot of coaching calls yesterday, so I'm a little bit uh, croaky. Uh, and um, I just wanted to kind of share this, jump on here and share this within the podcast and the live feed. So first of all, uh, number one, eh, the five elements, so the five fundamentals, Number one for me is always uh, marketing. And the reason for that I think, is that it really helped me um, change the way that I run my school uh, many, many years ago, so 11 years ago now. And it's a one thing that made the biggest shift in me uh, and my school made a massive difference in my life was learning the concepts and the values of marketing your school in the right way. Now, a lot of the martial arts schools may think that they're running, uh, they're marketing their schools right. And and I'm sure many, many are, you know, but here's the thing. Um, If you're marketing your school right, you'll know from the results that you're getting within your school. So um, if you, you know, if you're a very, very successful school, if you're getting a a, a, a constant stream of new members, new inquiries, should I say, uh, into your school each day, Week month year and you're always growing you're always uh, you're, you're inundated with inquiries your marketing strategy campaigns are absolutely bang on if you're not really doing that if you're not getting that or you're a little bit hit and miss with your marketing um, you've not got this tied down and that's fine you know many martial arts schools and this has been the, the same across it doesn't matter you know there's lots of consultancy firms out there there's a lot of there's lots of um, there's lots of like billing companies etc. Um, and, and marketing is the biggest thing for martial arts school learners. And in fact, when you think about it, it's the same from any business. You know, you've got to attract people to your uh, establishment, to your school, to your business. It's no different to any other business. And in fact, it's the fundamentals to any business to keep having a constant stream of new customers coming in. Now, many may disagree with that. I would say um, many would agree with that. Uh, and, you know, without marketing, you can't you can't physically run your business now many people do you know they'll they'll, they'll play with marketing they'll they'll uh, dip their toes in a little bit you know they'll they'll play around with it a little bit but they don't get it right and then that was definitely me for such a long time and it's such a fundamental part of uh my business growth over the years and where i've got to now and and not just in martial arts schools but in the other businesses that i run my my personal brands my my business mastery brand my book everything that i've got that's going out there marketing's been a key element to getting out there and you need to have a good marketing strategy and understand marketing You know, I believe marketing is an art, you know, so the first essentials is to learn marketing, is to get really good at marketing, is get really um, sexy with what you do. You know, it's not a it's an art form. It really is that element of learning. If you become good at marketing, if you become really, really good at it and you will get a constant stream of prospects, inquiries to your school, you know, and and you'll have the marketing, uh, the marketing funnel will never stop. You know, once you'll get good at marketing, once you understand the concept of marketing, you will get a constant stream. And you know what? It's a bit like pumping a well. Once you pump it, you don't need to do a lot with it. If you're consistent with your marketing, you will get a constant stream of new inquiries each day. You know, you can't stop it. So the essentials to having great marketing for me is is all about quality. You know, without doubt, um, your marketing... It's is like your shop window. OK, so when you're marketing your product, your services, what kind of customer do you want to attract? And that's the key element here. OK, so the first essentials to running your school here is marketing. And, and the, the important thing is, what is your shop window saying about you? You know, is there a consistent brand? Is it a quality bit of marketing or have you just thrown it together? Are you running the same adverts all the time that look the same? Are the images in your Facebook ads blurry and low lighting and the colors not right? Are your leaflets a bit of a, you know, a bit of a Microsoft Word or, you know, thrown together or a Fiverr.com, you know, $5 leaflet or is it professional? Have you got stock images or are you using your own people on your on your branding to get that out there? What does your marketing say? Are you have you got the right target marketing strategies? Are you Thinking about your targeted audience, are you breaking your programs down, uh, your your marketing down per program, rather than going out, we do everything for everyone, which doesn't work as effectively? You know, what's your marketing saying? Is it fun? You know, you've got to think when you're marketing, we're marketing out to the masses. You know, some people say, well, we want to market to people who want to do martial arts. Well, I would say, well, that's a bit of a delusion, really, because I wasn't looking for martial arts when I started. 23 years ago in fact it's the one thing i would have said i don't want at all in my life because i was bullied for such a long time and i felt inadequate you know and i I was very very scared young man so i wasn't looking for martial arts Actually, the majority of the people who come to our school weren't really looking for martial arts. We went and found them through our marketing. And through our marketing, it was very attractive. It was quality. It was fun. It looked inviting. It looked like a place that they could do. You know, they could, there's something they could do. It didn't look scary. Someone wasn't getting kicked in the face. You know, all these kind of things are important in your marketing strategy because you've got to think of the masses. We want to educate I believe we need to educate the masses in martial arts, not the people who want to do it. You know, that's a great, that's a small element of people who think, yeah, I want to go and get kicked in the face. Yeah. I want to go and get punched because that's their perception. You see? So what we've got to be looking for is, is the masses. How can we educate the masses that martial arts is the sport is the activity that is great for the whole family. And what to do that. We've got to think in their mind now that in their mind to start with, they don't want to get punched and kicked and hurt. They want to learn something that's fun, inviting, safe, all these things. And your marketing needs to say that you'll need. And, and that comes through the images that you put on the copy that you put on as well. So when you're marketing, you've got to make sure that you're, you're calling out to them, you know, within your, you know, if you are, if you want ladies in your school, your ladies, kickboxing program, for instance, you know, ladies, uh, Exercise can be from brand new kickboxing course starting next week, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you've got, to call, or parents give your child a skillful life with the power of martial arts, or parents um, boost your child's confidence today with the power of martial arts. So you're talking to them, so headline copy, image. But more, the most important part is the quality and the consistency of the marketing. You know, there's no two ways, but when you're marketing, guys, if you feel and you need to look at this every month within your school, what have I marketed this month that's different to last month? How does it look? Have I changed it up? You know, I always like to say, you've got to think of this like a, you know, like when you go past a billboard, you know, in your local area, you know, same in America, Australia, we have, you know, at the moment we have listeners in 27 countries around the world on the podcast. You know, we're, we're quite big in Australia and America now and around, you have them big billboards and on them big billboards, and um, you'll see the ads, won't you? But very, very quickly, you know, over a couple of weeks, you won't see that at that billboard anymore. You drive past it, but when the new advert comes up, boom! You look at the advert, don't you? And we've got to think that way. Like we've got to keep changing up whether it's our advertising, whether it's our nurture sequences, which is you know where we're show- we you know we're, we're we're not just. We're not just selling all the time. We're sharing as well. So, so if you're, you're listening in now, I'll definitely note down, like, what, what am I sharing with my local community? Is my marketing just based on selling or is it selling and serving? And the difference between that is, you know, if it's a promotional ad, that's a sale. But if it's a sharing and serving, that's a sharing. Maybe a testimonial, maybe a a case study, maybe a, a, a just sharing a live video in your Facebook community in your Facebook page. It's just showing, not selling, you know. And, and that's a good mix of marketing, you know. So uh, that 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 that's sort of direct marketing. But thinking of your internal marketing, you know, what are you doing for your? Incentivizing referrals within your school, you know, where are your, you know, every person that comes into your school? Internal marketing is essential, you know, so everyone that enters your dojo that comes in, uh, what questions are you asking them? Well, are you asking, like, you know, uh, who do you know could benefit, like, from more discipline, more respect, or losing weight, or fitness, or whatever that is? Ask the question to these people, build rapport, ask questions, and work on your internal communication marketing where you are there. finding out about their network of people. Who do they know? You know, internal referrals, internal marketing is, is really, really powerful, but most schools don't use it effectively. So every time you market like digital marketing, Facebook marketing, leaflet marketing, community marketing, when you get someone down to your school that then converts into a member or they just come and trial, you ask them, who do they know? And that's really, really important. Who do they know In their circle of friends, because they're going to know at least 10 people that can benefit from what you teach. You know, if you feel that you teach something very special in your community and you feel you change lives, my God, ask them, you know, and that kind of marketing is missed sometimes in school. So everyone that comes down, have that in your strategy. What's my internal marketing law? Who am I? How am I going to ask everyone? Who do they know? Um, in their circle of friends and family who could benefit from this, you know, and that's really, really important. So you've got your internal marketing, you've got your external marketing, so you've got your digital marketing. Think and remember your community marketing. What presence do you have in your local community? How are you known in your community as the martial arts school that transforms lives and helps kids and whatever that is for you, whatever your niche is? And how are you known in your community? So community marketing is very, very important. Where are you out there giving back to charities and in the town centres and you know helping the local scout huts and visiting the schools? You know, marketing is such a massive element of success. And if you if you play a small game with marketing, you'll get small results. But if you play a bigger game and you're out there and you're sharing your message and getting attention to your me- your message with your school and you're seen in different areas, it's the mix of marketing. That is the most powerful when you're out there seen in different areas. When people come down to our school, you know, so many times I say, how did you hear about us? And they'll say, we heard about you before. We've heard, listened to you on the radio. You've been on the radio. You've been in, you know, in our, you know, been visit our school. And um, we hear about you. We see you so much on Facebook. We see you at the leaflet come through the door. And we got these, a uh, uh, friend of them give them a special pass to come down. And we've been to and at a free anti-bullying workshop. And we see you in the town centre. That's the kind of marketing because it takes, you know, it takes people 21 times to respond to an advert. You know, I know people use the rule of seven, but the rule of three, but it takes people seven times to see you once because there's so much noise in the marketplace. So that's my number one, by the way. So number one of the five is marketing. Having great marketing is essential. Number two is having great systems, you know, systems and processes. And the reason um, I'm very big on this is because I was very much not that. And that definitely, you know, I, my system was my head. And what I try and teach school owners now is systems runs business businesses, systems run businesses. If you look at some of the biggest franchises in the world, you know, your business, you need to set it up like it's a franchise already, even if you're never going to franchise it. You know, all the great books, the e-myth. I mean, if you've not read the e-myth, you need to read the e-myth. I've read it so many times. It's such a great book. Set your business up as if it's a franchise, because a franchise runs like on systems and uh, on rails. You don't have to be a franchise. And I know there'll be a stigma attached to that. You don't have to be. But set it up like a franchise. Because if you look at something like McDonald's, for instance, McDonald's has the best franchise. Now, they don't sell the best burgers. Their food is awful, in my honest opinion. OK, but what they do really well is they are very systemized. Anyone could be in that business they got documents, procedures, everything there. It runs on rails and it's consistent. And consistency breeds results. It's really important. Now, when you want to run a great systems, you keep things simple and obvious an idiot guide. So everything you run in your business, if you've got a system for it that anyone can follow, you now are not in the business. You can bring new staffing, new employees. You can train people up. On the systems, you don't run the business. Okay. So you don't run it or you shouldn't do It's not you running the business. The system runs the business. And that's a big shift for people because as martial artists, we want to control and we want to, we want to have, you know, uh, control and manage everything. But when we do that, we have no freedom. You know, and systems create freedom. They create time. They create um, a lot more clarity. They give you a more simple way of running your business and it allows you to get out of your business. As in, you know, if you go away on holiday, it runs itself. The system runs a business. You're not running around 24-7 thinking, oh, my God, I, you know, I can't run this from where I am. It's such, such an important part. It helps systems create more revenue because you're saving so much time. Yeah, it's really, really, really important. So having great systems are really, really important. Number three is great classes. Like you need to have great classes, you know, and you might say to yourself, well, I have got great classes, but are you mixing them up? Are they fun? Have you got a bit of balance in there? You know, this is just a reminder to you amazing instructors out there, which I know there's so many of you. You know, is it fun? Is it engaging? Is it mixed up? Do you have a rotating curriculum? Do you, have, um, you, do you have a progressive system where there's always something for them to attain? You know, I really believe now more than ever we've changed. The world has changed. The world is different. People are different. You know, the kids we have today are different to they were five years ago. Five years ago, people five, ten years ago, people wanted to learn martial arts and the, you know, the art. They really did. Kids now they pick up and put down so easy. Adults do. You know, it's so easy. Everything is so accessible. We must evolve as a martial arts business. Still keep the quality. I'm big on quality. Quality martial arts. But if you mix it in with fun, you change up the curriculum, you make sure that it's fun and inviting. It's progressive. You know, they've got goals to attain. To keep them enthused in the art for long enough, so then it becomes in their heart, so that they now they'll stay at it for longer. You know, I believe the first twelve months are so important in your in someone's martial arts journey. We've got to make sure they've got goals. You know, each month there's something for them to attain, not bounce every every month. I don't agree with that, um, but definitely something for them to attain, to grow, to be part of, so that they can they can be challenged. They've got goals to aspire to. They feel that they're gr- growing and progressing. If someone, if, if in your school, you've got that great element to your classes where they are coming, and just want to be part of that, Mix with a great culture in your classes that is, you know, high energy, great fun. Now that might not be for everyone, so for some traditional guys, but if you mix that in to whatever you can do within your school, um, I know people will stay longer. You know, retention is massively important in your school. And it just comes down to the product, doesn't it? You know, many people say, oh, you know, I'm getting them in, but they just leave. I think that's where we've got, and I think it's not your fault. I think it's the the issue is now everything's accessible. They've got so many things they can do a click of a button, of a click, a flick of the wrist. You know, they, everything is there for them. What we've got to do is make it so much fun, but still keep the quality, still keep the engagement, make it challenging, so they want to stay, they want to be part of our school so they don't they don't leave so having i'll, I'll reiterate amount great marketing as we've gone over already we've got over great systems and processes quite a great martial arts school having great classes that are fun engaging number uh, uh, progressive and goals challenging um, number four having great service you know without doubt guys the, the, without doubt, for, for sure, we have to give great customer service. We have to look after the people that we have come in. You know, and I know people say, "Well, like when you look back, old school." Because I'm a kind of old school guy. You know, you go back, and there was no customer service. Was that? That was like irrelevant in that in our world. Like it's like we're the bosses. We're the instructors. This is how it goes. You know, if you want to join, join. But you know what? The world's changed. We, we, we're aching for great customer service. I know in America, they have great service with a martial arts school. Uh, and I think they're doing that. I'm sure they're doing that in Australia as well. And in the UK, you know, we're getting there in the UK, but we definitely need to up our service. You know, we need to listen to our, the people that come in. You know, how can we serve them better? Because if you're serving them, they'll stay. Now, that doesn't mean you change your classes. That's the thing. You don't change your classes because how all the other service, how are they listen to. Do you survey them? You know, have you are you asking great questions? You know, what is it? How can you serve them better? What's the experience when they come into your school? How what is it like? What's the environment like? You know, all these things are really, really important. What customer service calls do they get? You know, If they've not been in there for 10 days to get a phone call, what do they get on their birthday? You know, all these basic things. That kind of obvious, but how, you know, and the, the key to this is having great customer service. They're not just a number, you know. They are, you know, they're not just a number. And when you grow your school to a large scale like we have, you know, you really have to look at everyone individually. Are they looked after? Because people will leave so easy now because it's like this the mentality, you know. But if they feel like they're loved and wanted, recognised, praised, uh, served. Now you get you've got to have the right mix, I believe. You know, we have a great one where we're serving, but we keep the discipline. We serve we still we we'll call my my school a modern traditional school because modern elements with a traditional base. You know, and I think that's where we get a mix quite right. You know, but we still serve our customers, we still serve them. They're paying you something. And in return, they want a service for that. I think that's really, really important. And number four, number five is having great staff. You know, um, without doubt, to grow your school and to give you guys feeling. If you're looking now and you've got a school where, you know, you're always doing everything, you know, you need to have a great staffing program. Without doubt, having great staff transformed my businesses. It's one of the great things. And the martial arts schools, having great a great team, having a great Um, leadership team in your school, having a great instructor program, CIT program in place that's get, you know, that is nurtured every month, every other month, whatever that is for you, you know, have a constant stream of new people coming on your program, your instructor program, you know, your CIT program, having a constant stream of new people joining your leadership team, you know, where you have have helpers every single class, you know, you, you have different levels for your instructor team, really important having great people on your reception and your sales team and your marketing, you know, when you, when you, now there's some of you guys might listen to this and go, wow, that is just way out of my league. But you may need to be thinking about that going forward. It's like what you want, you know, because what I, what I want to try and educate people is that I was in my own way for such a long time. And I was definitely, if I hadn't got out of my own way, if I hadn't learned the things that I've learned now, and I'm trying to pass on to you, I would have still been on that hamster wheel. I'd have still been trying to... I'd have been the martial arts octopus, as I call it, where you're going around trying to do everything and getting nowhere fast because you've got a control thing going on. You don't believe you can afford stuff. All these things that we, we say as instructors, a lot of instructors say... Um, But the reality is any of the businesses set up, they'd make sure, wouldn't they? They've got a nice system, a CRM system, or uh, they have a till, they'd have a receptionist, you know, even if they've never had any business before, they'd make sure they were set up for success and staff without doubt, are probably one of the most challenging in your business, but they bring you the most freedom. They allow you to have a holiday and not, you know, not worry while you're away. They allow you to give your, you know, they allow you to grow. They give you a, you've got these mastermind of people that you can work with within your meetings and listen to them and they've got great ideas and, you know, having great staff allows you to run a business. And if you don't have staff, you're not running a business. You're just, uh, you know, you're just, a, you're just an employee to yourself. You know, you're just an employee. And in fact, it's harder. You know, if you are like, I remember how hard it was being, you know, I was my own boss. Great. Fantastic. But I was responsible for everything. And I know how that feels. You know, if I went away for a day and put one instructor, a black belt instructor in, you know, for a day, because I used to do it all. My God, it was like, baby, it was chaos when I come back. People moaning because they were only used to me. I was the only person that they, you know, they seen, her with everything. And I was trying to do everything. And I, you know, I remember feeling very, very stressed. You know, I lost a lot of weight at that time. And it definitely didn't serve me. But it took me a long time to get staff because I had a lot of control issues. And I don't want that to be you. And I didn't believe I could afford staff. That was definitely a key for such a long time. You know, I had this uh, mindset of staff cost you money. And then I realised staff are an asset. They're an asset to your business. They're an asset to your life. You know, having great staff bring you so much, but it takes time. It's hard work. You've got to let go a lot when you have great staff. You've got to get out your own way. You've got to give, you know, you have to give to others. You've got to build them up rather than build yourself up. But once you can do that and you've got great staff, they bring so much more to your business. Having great people that can support you is massively important. So, the five fundamentals for me, we'll go over it again and listen again. Is the great marketing, having great marketing, you know, is such an important part. Having great systems and processes, massively important. Having great classes, having great, serv- having, great, having great service, fantastic customer service, and having amazing staff. And if you've got them five elements already in your school, well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. If you haven't worked towards that, then five elements of your business, when you've got them running on rails, when you've got it all tied down, I promise you now you will have so much more freedom. You'll have so much more growth. You have so much. Uh, you'll, you'll sleep better and um, you'll feel more in control and you'll feel like you actually can grow your business to whatever size you want in your life. So I uh, hope you enjoyed that, guys. Really enjoyed sharing that with you. The five fundamentals of growing a martial arts school. Um, and I will speak to you again soon on the next episode. Take care thanks for listening to the martial arts business podcast you can follow gordon personally on facebook at black belt in business also join our free facebook group martial arts business mastery community for some great advice tips and support on building your martial arts empire keep learning developing and growing and you will become a black belt in business